Heavenly Father, as we come before you this Christmas, we come, come in a world that's messy, I come in a world that at times we don't know or recognise your presence, and yet you promise to be present with us. So open up our hearts and our minds to hear, hear and see and sense your presence. Give us an indication of what it means to be your disciples, your children, your people that live in this world. And for those who are uncertain, remind them that you love them no matter what. Lord, give us a sense of your presence in Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. In the UK in 2022, there was a survey undertaken on what were the most desired Christmas gifts. And number five on the list was food and drinks. People said they would like food and drinks for Christmas. Number four on the list was vouchers. And a number of people said, I don't want grandma to buy me a jumper. I want her to buy me a voucher because grandma doesn't understand my fashion. Number three on the list was body care products and cosmetics. And if you've ever had a teenage son, probably you've bought him a couple of cans of deodorant for Christmas. Number two on the list was clothing. And number one was money. These were the most desired gifts. And it was probably a survey taken, and they probably didn't go too deeply into um, who it was for or how close people were. But if they wonder if they'd asked another question, what do you most desire for Christmas? Maybe it could have been something more like this. Many people say, when I meet with them, They would give up every material gift if they could only have the gift of the presence of a loved one who they miss. They would dearly love to be with somebody they miss. And some people would dearly love to be with others. Well, the gift of Christmas is even more than that. The gift of Christmas, the real gift of Christmas for us is Jesus. God's presence with us. God's presence with us. And not just God's presence with us back in history, but God's presence with us throughout eternity. God's assurance that he is with us, no matter what is happening. In John chapter 1, we heard the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the one and only son, who came from the father, full of grace and full of truth. God's presence with us means we have access to the truth, but we also have access to grace, that God is a God of truth and grace. The gift of Jesus, in other words, is a gift of God coming down to earth to us to be present with us. It's not about us striving to do something to God. It's not about us proving to God we are good enough. It's not about us coming before God and saying we've got the right family credentials or the right denominational credentials. It's not about God saying, us going to God and saying, I've done all these good things. I deserve you to be with me. I deserve to be with you. But rather it's about God saying, I look at you and I'm happy to be with you. I want to be with you. I want to be present in your life. Not because you deserve it, but because I love you and you need my love. Now, the significance of this message, for some of those who would have heard this message in John from John, they would have been quite shocked and actually horrified. They would have been upset even, and even felt 
that John was not being reverent. Because when John says the word became flesh, he actually is saying God became not spiritual, became like a sinner to live with sinners. They would have heard that potentially God was coming down to earth and could get contaminated. But they forget that God's God. To put it in a way that you may understand it, if you've ever grown up with a mum who cares for you, who may have said at some stage, I don't want you to mix with these kids over there because they're not good for you. Well, God doesn't act like that. God looks at you and says... I can see your problems, I can see your sin, I can see your difficulties, I can see your failures, I can see you're not quite right, but I want to be with you. In other words, what Jesus does in coming to earth and being present with us is he bridges the gap. He bridges the gap between God the Father and us. He comes into our mess to show us love and to give us grace. That message of grace, the truth of God is a God of grace. Not one of you being rejected by God, but one of God wanting to always be with you in all aspects of life through the the great. He wants to celebrate your successes with you. He's going to walk with you when life is pretty ordinary. And when life is not so good, he also wants to be present. Psalm 23, if you go back to the Old Testament, reminds us that even when we go through the darkest valleys, God is with us. His staff and his rod protect us. And so the real blessing of Christmas is that we get to live in this presence of God. This presence of God. So God didn't just come for a short time on earth. You know, if you go back through history, the real history says God come for about 33 years on earth. And that you might be going, well, I feel ripped off. Why isn't he here now? Well, he is, but just in a different way. The real gift of Christmas is that we can live in God's presence every day. And we are. The problem with us is we don't always notice God's presence. We don't always get involved in God's presence. You see, living in God's presence, the presence of God, is not just saying, I believe in Jesus. Living in God's presence, not just saying I believe in Jesus and then getting on with life. There's many people who say they believe in Jesus and we know this because we have at least 45% of the population in Australia say they are Christian, which means they say they believe in Jesus. But many people put Jesus in a bookcase only to be brought out at certain times. Or many people are like my sister's mother-in-law that when she got married... Um, she got all the gifts, wrapped them up and put them in a closet never for to be used for some good occasion and 45 years later they were still there. She never got to use the gift. And she was horrified when my sister at her wedding came along and the mother-in-law, being very helpful, just decided she was going to start packing up the gifts for my sister and do exactly the same. And my sister said, no, we are using the celebrol tomorrow. I want to use all these good gifts. Believing in Jesus can sometimes be like the mother-in-law who puts the gifts away. I believe, but I'm just going to put that away. Jesus is going to know, have no effect on the rest of my life. And I'm not going to take notice of him. But believing in Jesus can also be 
I'm going to recognise him every day of my life. And living in the presence of God is more than just saying God forgives me. Some people, and it's quite true, God does forgive me. Through Jesus Christ, we do get forgiveness of sins. But some people seem to stop there. Yep, God forgives me. But I'm just going to continue with the rest of my life. God's not relevant for the rest of my life. I just need that forgiveness. And we all need that forgiveness. But the beauty of Christmas is that God came into this world to be present with us. And Jesus promises this presence to continue to the very end of the age in Matthew chapter 28. Living in the presence of God is constantly being in a relationship with God, constantly walking with God, recognising that God is present in every situation. And when he's present, we recognise we are loved. We recognise that we are being shaped by God. We recognise that we're being guided and comforted. And you may be thinking, well, there's this war going on over here. Or there's, I've got trouble in my life here. Or there's these homeless people here. Where is God present? Because we often have a thing that if God's present, he's like a magician, he's just going to wave a magic wand and fix everything. But the beauty is God continues to be present through those difficulties. Because where there's war, there's Christian aid agencies getting involved and helping. I know of at least five places in Sydney that are offering today Christmas lunch for the homeless. Right? Wayside Chapel down in King's Cross has a street party for those who can't cook or don't have their food for themselves. So they can not just eat but also be in the presence of others. God is constantly present. And when we are focused on God's presence in our lives every day, what happens, we end up discovering more about God and we discover more about ourselves. Being in God's presence is not just a a one-off or a a compartmentalised event. It's an everyday, every minute thing that God is present. And so a question I encourage you to think about is, when you're walking down the street, when you're at work, ask the question, where might God be present here? And you may be surprised. You may be surprised. God's presence today looks like the following. First of all, every time we engage with Jesus in the Bible, that is God is present, especially in the New Testament. Ahmed, who who was baptised here a number of weeks ago, he's got his Arabic Bible and he's enjoying reading the stories and discovering that Christ, what Christ is about for us. And can I encourage you too to do the same, to continue engaging with God every day in the Bible. For some of you it may be long readings, for others it may be short. Our Advent devotions this year were very short, just to remind us of the different names of God. Living in God's presence means talking regularly to God in prayer. Some of us have formal prayers that we have, and they are good. But can I encourage you also to see prayer and as talking to God just as a regular conversation, and not about God fixing up things for you, necessarily, although he will. 
but about just listening. For those of us who are husbands, one of the lessons I had to learn is that when my wife said there's a problem, it didn't mean she needed to be fixed straight away, but rather she wanted me to listen. Listen to her. Listen to the challenges she's going on in life. And likewise with God, God wants to listen to you. Living in the presence of God means being part of his community. What is very clear within the New Testament is that God's presence continues through his church. It's an odd decision by God because we're not perfect, are we? The church, the people of God are not perfect. And we can either look at the faults or we can look at where is, how is God blessing us through the people of God? 1 Corinthians talks about us being the body of Christ, but not every one of us has everything about Christ in us. Martin Luther had his saying is that we're all called to be little Christs in the world. And so being part of his community where we worship together, where we be encouraged by God and his word and his people, and where we encourage others we will sense the presence of God. And living in God's presence means relying on God for help. Help for you to reveal his love and hope in all the situations we face. Today, as you celebrate Christmas, you have an opportunity to not just drink some nice drinks, eat some nice food, share some presence and time with others, but you have an opportunity to also share with others that they are loved by God because Jesus came into this world for them. And that means you are revealing more of God's presence. There's a saying within the Christian church is that we don't look to do stuff for God. We look for what God is doing and for us to be involved. And that means being in God's presence. And here's the strange thing. If you look at Jesus, if you think about this, often when we think about God, we think of something spectacular, something mighty, something clean, something totally orderly, something absolutely perfect. And yet, God wants us to look at Jesus. And what do we see? A baby born in a manger. A bloke who walks around who's a bit irreverent to some of the religious leaders. A person who shows more concern for people than rules. A person who wants people to know that they are loved, no matter what the circumstances. That's what it means to be living in God's presence. And so living in the presence of God is God's real gift of Christmas for us. And with that presence, yes, we get forgiveness of sins, But God is far more than just giving us forgiveness of sins. God is about giving us a full life, a life where we are loved. And so the Christmas gift is a gift that keeps on giving. It's an event that happened over 2,000 years ago and it's an event that keeps on giving to us, not just this time of the year, but every day of our lives. Because the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only Son who came for the Father, full of grace and truth. Living in the presence of God means that we 
will receive God's grace and truth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the wonderful gift of Christmas, the gift not just of Jesus, not just of the forgiveness of sins he gives, but of your presence in the world. Lord, as we live, help us to live aware of your presence. Help us to be involved in, in your presence and help us to share your presence with others. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.